0: Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. So I know what you're thinking. It's been a while since you've heard from me, and it has. It's been a while since I've recorded, since I've published. And I haven't really been as active as I usually am on social media. But bear with me. Life happens. I'll be able to update you guys on what's been going on in a later podcast episode. But I shared previously how I wanted to get into interviews and and interviewing local entrepreneurs in my area so today's episode is strictly about an interview for a local entrepreneur slash business owner here in my hometown of the low country hilton head island beaufort it's all the same so stick around there are tons of nuggets that we're dropping for you guys It's all about health and wellness, you know how I feel about health and wellness, so please stay tuned, and I hope you enjoy. Thanks. All right, everyone, so thank you for joining us, and today on the podcast, I have a special guest, like I informed you all, Mr. Jamari Kirby of Divine Herbs and Healing, Um. So I'm going to let Mr. Kirby tell us a little bit about himself, just to get started. So Jamari, just tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Jamila. How y'all doing today? So uh, me personally, I'm from South Carolina, beautiful South Carolina to be exact, the low country. I'm just just a good old low country Geechee boy, <laughs> you know, uh, I've been born and raised there, uh, got to travel throughout life experienced a lot of different things i was an a entrepreneur at a very young age the first business that i really got involved with was about at the age of about like 15 i'll say maybe 15 16 or so i had uh invested into like a little coffee business back then so i always been an entrepreneur uh on my free time i like i like a lot of music um you know i just i'm a i'm a freaking spirit person so I'm very optimistic i always got an opinion mm. uh, so, that's so, yeah, that, that, that's that's the summing up all about me you know I, I i like i like to keep everything straightforward you know
0: yep no secrets just put it all out there
1: Yep. Yeah, put it all out there on, the, on the front street
0: all right. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with healthy living or like an alkaline lifestyle? Because I follow you on social media. So I see that you post a lot about an alkaline lifestyle and just overall like a healthy living and promoting healthy living.
1: Yeah. Um, thank you for asking me that. So in this journey, I'm am going to give you the best long story for sure. I, I'm going to try to give it to you the best way I can. So this journey had been customized to the way I was living. You know, as as you know, we a lot of things that's in our gener, in our uh, genetics and our generation is more of a more of a. It's not. We, we always say you know we have gen, uh, generational diseases. Yep. And I like to say it's just generational eating habits. Yep. And um, I was I was I remember being I'll say maybe about 20 when I was about 20 because i I'm right now I'm 25, I'd be 26 this year. I was, um, I was, I to was, say about the age of 20, I was feeling my body go through a transition where I was running back and forth to doctors. You know, I couldn't get my energy right. You know, I, I, I ultimately, throughout life, I was the athlete. You know, I played the sports. I kept, you know, I kept my body in shape the American way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the way that we, we feel that I diet here, the Western diet way. Yeah, and um, you know, I had got to a point where you know my energy was just low. You know, I was having a lot of little small ailments that I just couldn't put my hand on. I'm going to all these doctors and testing. You know, I'm having digestion problems. I have acid reflux. You know, I'm having uh bowel bowel movement problems. I'm having a whole bunch of issues that I feel like you know, as a we we discarded in our generation because they say, oh, well, you're too young to fall underneath these lines of saying you don't feel this type of way yeah. or statistic wise, you know, that ailment doesn't exist until your X and Y and Z age. Mm-hmm. So at this point, you know, I'm searching for a lot of answers and I'm going to specialists. I'm investing, you know, into insurance premiums. I'm doing like above and beyond for little things that, you know, at, at one point, you know, uh, I was having so much pains in my body that they thought I had Crohn's, oh. you know, so I had started uh, losing a lot of weight. And at this point, um, this is about two, three years later. Um, you know, like I said, this people got to understand you conditioned your body to eat a certain way for so long. So it's not an overnight thing when you're searching for answers to heal yourself, or it's not as overnight success for your progress. And I think that people got to understand. And even with my journey of how I got involved was that I was that one moment where enough was enough. You know, I'm sitting here at home. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at this point. I've always been wise. So, you know, I, I knew that I was, I'm, I've always been the person that asked a lot of questions. You know, I was that Jamar was always that kid. Like why I was that wire kid. So at this point in age, I was, as I say about 22 or so I was, uh, living, I believe in like Atlanta and, um, the nightlife out there was crazy. And I just knew that the diet, the, the diet that I was living at that moment was just tiring for my body, you know? Mm. And, um, Going into modern day or current day of the transition, I was able to find healing with the foods. Yeah. I just got fed up. I started doing some research. Um, and I think around this time when I was first going through my awakening transition, I believe Dr. Savy had just died. And oh. um, I personally didn't know about him. I personally didn't know about the outline foods. Um, at this point, uh, I was, this was a part of my life where I was still in and out of like incarcerations. Okay. Um, I was going through a lot of things. So every time I would go and go into these transitions, I would study cultures or I would study someone else's religion and then see their eating patterns. So at this point, um, when about, I'll say about two years ago or about a year ago, I was going through my food studies of what's good for proteins, what's good for, you know, what is starch. You know, what it, what it, you know, what exactly is it that these foods that these doctors are suggesting we stay away from? What do they contain? What, what are, what is these hormone makeups of these foods? Why can't I not eat bread food? Why can I not eat this? Like that's what, the, that's why I looked at. I didn't look at it to say, okay, the doctor suggested this. I'm going to just go ahead and follow their guidelines and not eat this and that. I was more I was more optimistic about why were they saying I can't eat these foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one day after all of these gatherings and analytics and, and data of me just studying everything, I just committed to it. Uh, I went and um, after, you know, the, the, after the killings and things of Dr. Savi had started populating on social media, mm-hmm. um, it was like one night, it was like 1 a.m., after I had, uh, you know, started getting into the foods and then and I, I guess technology kind of sees your search patterns of what you're searching. So the outline journey of the nutritional guy that popped up on my computer screen and I looked into it and it was a lot of foods that I was already researching. And I felt like, you know, once I mean, once I had watched a lot of the things that um, I was reading and then I saw a documentary of things that Savey was talking about, mm-hmm. I just committed to it. You know, it made sense. It made sense on his philosophy and my searches of what I was doing on what foods and this and that. And I just committed to the lifestyle. So I don't even say that outline isn't even a diet for me no more. It's really my lifestyle. You know, I eat, I eat all outline foods. Good, so
0: that's...
1: that's pretty much how we got started with, uh, with this divine herbs and healing journey and outline.
0: That's a good way to put it. Cause like I, I shouldn't say I hate it, but like when people say, oh, like I'm on a diet, like it's, it's really like a lifestyle change. Like you kind of have to be committed to it. You have to be consistent to actually like see change. Um, and just like long story short, um, if you're interested, I know like a lot of my viewers, cause I've shared this on my podcast before, cause we've been on a journey with trying to heal our son from eczema. It was just awful like an awful case of eczema which as you probably know is just a gut issue so we kind of had to change his entire diet just start from fresh so it's basically a lifestyle change for him too and it's kind of tough to get a toddler to <laughs> do a lifestyle change so i'm glad that you mentioned that that it's a lifestyle change because that's exactly it is what lifestyle. it's about
1: it is a lifestyle
0: yeah all right so how did well you already explained it i guess actually this is how divine herbs and healing started it's starting with you basically healing yourself correct
1: yeah it, it that was that was a, a fourth of the journey um another journey that another way that it got started um the, the actual business side so you know I always look at it mind, body, and soul experience. You know, you got to have all three of those things kind of connect in order to, you have to be, if it's something that you want longevity, you got to be connected yep. to the higher powers of your divine purpose. A lot of people, and for those that are listening on this podcast, I want them to understand that divine means blessed and highly favored. All right. That's what, that's the definition of divine. Uh, and I felt that way because. During my exploration of this journey, I was at my lowest points when I was searching for answers. Mm-hmm. So if I could be at my lowest points and heal myself, I feel like that was divine. And because I was able to be make it through my, my circumstances. Yep. And a lot of these things, just to go back into what you were saying about your son. I've always been more of a I wouldn't say an activist, but I've always been an advocate of for, for African Americans. Mm. And my 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 major concern is there's we're not eating no other foods different than the average American. But why is it that this disease in our body why why are we leading in every category when it comes to anything that's affecting the body? We're not you know anything, you know, heart disease, yep. lung disease, you know, woman and thyroid. You know, when you're looking at the the statistics of how many people get thyroid cancer or thyroid problems, and then they die from them from thyroid, Mm -hmm. you'll be just you're you're sad for our culture. Yeah. And you know, when I started looking into all of these things that I had questions on, because I lost a lot of people in my family due to health things, all of these things come back down to mucus and mineral deficiencies. And when you look at from birth what it is that we're doing to our kids when we're giving them immunizations and you know we're giving them milk and we're giving them this and that we're not giving we're we're pretty much giving a 93 car 87 gas yeah, yeah. you understand what i'm saying exactly and people are not understanding that your car can run maybe 150,000 miles on 87 gas and things or the wrong oil but your car is made to run maybe 300 to 400,000 miles.
0: Yeah. You see what I'm saying?
1: If you was driving off of that 93 gas.
0: Yeah.
1: So, you know, um, my major message that, I, you know, not to get off topic, because I know we, you know, but not to get off topic is that-
0: No, you're fine, this is
1: great. have to take the initiative to do our own research because the generation before us didn't leave, leave us enough to fight for. It. The generation before us was the experiment when they was experimenting how protein affects the body, yep. we have to realize that it doesn't take people that's on TV, that's in the gyms or all these people that we're looking up to, to wait on them to tell us what works. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. And I devoted my time now to this because there's a lot of things that I don't get paid to do. (laughs) You know, I'm being honest, you know, I don't get paid to re- like I I or I have to debate with my with my culture every day about these facts that I throw out there. But it's okay.
0: Same here. <laughs> Listen, same here, but you know it- I, I've kind of battled and yeah, not to get off topic, but this is just turning into a really good conversation. But, um, I've just battled and struggled with that as well. Like, I'm just going to stop posting. I'm not going to share, like people are going to do whatever they want to do. But then I have those days, like when I wake up and it's on my mind and it's on my heart and then I run across something that I need to share. So I, I still share it. I mean, The right person who needs to see it is going to see it. I mean, I get messages and emails and stuff from people all the time about, oh, I love how you share stuff. I tried what you shared. It worked. So, I mean, it it falls upon deaf ears a lot of times. And sometimes it can be frustrating, you know, because you got people who want to inbox you and they want to argue. And, you know, they just so opinionated about things that they just don't know about. So I try not to get too frustrated and I try to remember that the goal is to educate.
1: Yeah, that is. And you know, part of this is building a health conscious community. Um, I'm not looking to build customers. I want a health conscious community because when we're looking at everything that's associated with soul food, when we're looking at this culture, even, with the Gucci heritage, like Mm -hmm. we have so much stuff that we've been adopt. We adopted this food lifestyle when that wasn't originating in our genetic makeup. Like we adopted a, when you look at rice, you can have quinoa. You know, when you're looking at products, we just don't know about it. Yeah, And you know, we are at a time now where, like I said before, the generation before us didn't give us enough to fight for. My my challenge for everybody else is this, and I'm just gonna leave it at this. Until we have enough black philosophers and journalists, change won't happen. Mm-hmm. Because none of the history and viewpoints of what works was was narrated by someone that looks like me or you.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm not saying that these stories of the foods and things don't, don't work. I'm not saying that what they gathered is wrong, but what I'm saying is there. What being, until it's the same culture that has that has that's able to to uh vote, be able to be vocal about what it is that they endured. We won't be able to see the same thing, you know, because we're looking at a lot of stories being told by another race, and it's not fair to us because you know, it's a, interpretation would never be the same. Yeah. So that being that being said, is until you have had uh someone, you see what happened when Sabi kind of came out about his journalism of what worked for his body. Mm-hmm. But we have to build we have to build a health conscious community at this point you know um and that's that's where we at year to date of you know showing that these products actually work yep someone that's in this generation that is 25 26 27 28 29 30 like it's not about older people waiting You know, this is about us taking initiative right now
0: yeah i agree
1: you know and and going back to your question just strictly of how divine how how this got started was one day that I was in my house, I wasn't feeling good. I had ordered uh well, it was it wasn't I was my body was tired, it was my birthday, and um I had ordered a massage lady to come over and she was giving me a massage and um I said, Hey, try this tea. You know, I, I had this at the time I didn't have no business. I didn't I didn't I was still soul searching for my purpose because I knew I wanted to do something I love doing every day. Yep. Um, so I gave her the tea to try. I gave her some burdock tea and something else, and I forgot what the other mixture was. Mm-hmm. And I remember right then and there, she just drunk it. And she was just like, oh my gosh, this tea is amazing. Like, it made me feel amazing. Uh, do you have any of this for sale? I said, um, no, I, I don't. She said, oh my gosh, you know, and this is a white Caucasian lady. Well, she was an Indian descent, whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, at the, you know, but anyways, uh, she was just like, hey, I would buy this tea. Like I would absolutely love to have this for my clients. I would buy this tea, and wow. it was that moment when, it, and it was just so, it was just so such a divine purpose because it was like literally that day I had just meditated on, you know, all the things I wanted to manifest, mm-hmm. and then here this lady come, she's giving me a massage, and then you know where I mean she had a really good spirit, and then she says, hey, this tea is just that good. It was that day right then and there where I took. The initiative to research what it what i had to do to deliver uh this product and quantity and mm-hmm. then that's how we started looking into we said hey you know let's adapt our lifestyle it, it can't be that hard to make it a business after i know after the after the years i've had in business and on top of this being something that's our lifestyle every day mm-hmm. it's it's, a, it's hard to lose at this yeah. And um, that was that moment where I we we, we got the, we started the foundation of building a business. That was that day.
0: Well, that was the universe working in your favor, definitely.
1: <laughs> yes, It was. Yes, yeah. it was.
0: So that's that's how it works. It just things kind of just fall in your lap. That's how yep. you. That's how you know when it's your passion and you're really supposed to be doing it.
1: Yep.
0: Okay, so. What's the worst mistake that you've ever made in business?
1: The biggest lesson I learned in business. <laughs> well, yeah, lesson, yeah, lesson. The biggest lesson. Let me think about that. I try to think about it as a lesson because it's always there's always a better a better outcome once you get over the hurdle. Yep. I would say the biggest lesson. I invest. I, I, I uh, two thousand. I, I bought a club one year. Oh, okay. I had, I bought I invested into a club as a part um, owner, and it was a very very bad investment. I'll just say it like that. Mm-hmm. The the biggest lesson that I learned in business is just doing your doing your research, getting all your analytics, getting all your data, getting all your statistics, understanding your niche, understanding your market, understanding your competition.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, because if you look at McDonald's, Burger King, they're always next to each other. Yep. it's not to say that anyone's losing money it's just understanding how the how the how if someone goes to McDonald's and don't want to eat that burger they can just go next door and get a burger from burger yeah. that's just understanding the competitor the competitors and understanding their margin uh, understanding in business you have to have uh, a recognition of understanding your target market and sometimes when you see your competitors and what works for them you don't have to rearrange the game you can kind of follow the guideline that's been set. Yep. So, you know, that's a lesson in business that I had to learn at an early age is stop trying to recreate and follow what's kind of already in place. Follow what's already working in business. Don't 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 create something that's just new. Improve what's working. And I would yeah. think that that was the biggest lesson in business I had to really understand is because when you're an entrepreneur, we have this mindset of always wanting to be proactive and create. We feel like unless we, made a custom idea is just not yours. Right. And when you learn in business as you, pro, as you grow, as you invest more, as you make mistakes, as you're on your own budget, you learn that you can get the same results from what's already in place that mm-hmm. works. So. That would be my, and anybody that's listening to this podcast, this is free jewels. This is like, this is like a million dollar free jewels because I personally have been down that line and someone that's listening right now has struggled and don't know where they're struggling at. I suggest you take that as advice and run with it.
0: Yeah, that's, that's very true because I can say I've been in business for about two or three years and yeah, I always battle with trying to create something new, trying to reinvent the wheel, like, you know, how can I just create that thing that just boom or wow, you know, but, um, I just find that just kind of letting things flow and just let things come to me as it is and things will be what they will be.
1: Yes, they will. That's the divine purpose.
0: Yep. Yep. That's, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. All right, so what do you love most about herbal healing and how has it helped you, which you already shared a little bit about how it helped you and how you healed yourself, but what do you love most about herbal healing?
1: I love the fact that it allows me to be creative. The creativity behind herbal healing is very intentional. Me personally, like, if I'm not in the mood, like, even when I'm preparing people products, right, if I'm not in the mood, if I feel like my aura, my energy today is not to where when you open this package, you can feel the love that was made, or if yes. you can feel the fact that I meditated, I just don't touch your product.
0: Same. You know, if I
1: can if, if I'm not able to connect and be with the herb, because this is what people have to understand herbal journey is so We look at all of these people for answers, and mm. it all comes down to trusting yourself your intuition and understanding your body understanding how you feel Yep. and when you look at what's you know what even just and not to go off topic but just if we go to school all our life we, we lose interest on in what we love doing mm-hmm. and that's part of this journey is when you're looking at herbal care if you're not focused in on yourself you will lose the journey of healing that's true and what herbs allow me to do was focus in on everything from my mind to my body to my soul, because I was in search of that type of peace. When you're at one with herbs, it allows you to be creative. It allows Uh you to make something off of just raw emotion. You know, if I, I can make a tea and it just, you can drink it and be like, oh my gosh, that was just made for exactly what you wanted to put out in the air. And I think herbs allow me to be very creative. It allows me to become one with the journey that I'm in in the moment. And yeah. I, that's one thing I love about herbs is that it's it's not expensive. It's it's something that's not a chemical. Yep. And it's a natural uh makeup and you see results, you know. And and herbs allowed me to put my body back into a natural state, you know, from I suffer from uh a lot of anxiety, PTSD and insomnia mm-hmm. on top of just the physical realm of not feeling good. Yeah. And you know, when you're going through and you know, I, I didn't under, you know, I didn't understand what it was until I started look at at the world around me that I wasn't alone. Because when you're dealing with anxiety and all these things, you feel alone. You don't want to talk to someone because you think that your thought process is no way that their thoughts is that way. And then you look around and you're like, yo, the world is dealing with exactly how I'm feeling. Yep. It's a lot of people that are in this shell. That, you know, until you're in that shell, you won't be able to identify what that shell is. Yeah. And herb, herbal healing has allowed me to get past that, you know, sleep at night, get back into a, a natural manifestation of my body. And, and that's what I love about the herbs. You know, it's it, it's, it's your own journey, you know, and, and, and you can you can dive into it and get as creative as you want.
0: You can. That's very true. Um, and to all the listeners, because I am studying to be an herbalist. I'm about probably six months in, but it's just, it's amazing. Like how many things like are out there, and if you just kind of like do your research and just allow the universe to kind of guide you to what your body needs. It's it's really amazing. Like what it can do for you. I mean, I, I myself have just, I dabble in pretty much anything. Like I'm my own guinea pig. I'll try anything. I don't care, you know, but, um, and also going back to what you said about when you're making products and things like that, I'm the same way. Like, you know, when I'm making elderberry syrup or, you know, some of my fireside or and other things. I don't know. Like if I'm just kind of feeling off or not really into it that day, then I just, I don't, I don't do it. Just, yeah. cause i just just, I just feel like I need to be like, my energy needs to be in a certain space in order for me to do that. And like, if like I'm not all there, then yeah. you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. If you're not all the way there, then how can you uh, create, you know, yeah. how can you, to give this product, I understand. Yeah. yeah,
0: cause I mean, we have our days too. You know what I mean? You know, so everyone on this on this podcast, cause I don't want anyone to think like, you know, like every day is roses <laughs> because it's not. You know what I mean? We have our days too. I go to Chick Fil A, <laughs> so eighty twenty. You know,
1: I, I tell people it's about eighty twenty. You know, if you can keep yourself on a twenty percent and. If you're not all the way committed, it's still baby steps. Yeah, and there's still a lot of baby steps that you can do to make that full transition. Yeah, you know, and it's about at least trying. You yeah, know? and I, I'm glad you said that because I still find days where if I'm like all the way out and I'm like, yo, I literally have nothing else to, i would go get me some chips. i be like, I have yeah. to have. I have one of those days, you know. You definitely have those days. Yeah. I think People need to understand about being honest and until you're honest with yourself, you won't get the results. Yeah. You know, if you're sitting around like, hey, I'm not no. So even with me, like right now, I will say I'm about ninety percent outclined. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm about nine and that ninety percent really and that means like when I say nine, I I definitely I, at no occasion I eat meat. No mm-hmm. occasion, like when I when I do cheat, I I cheat with little starch things. Mm-hmm. You know, uh maybe like chips. Uh, every now and then if i had like a sweet tooth i may get something just sweet and that's every now and then mm-hmm. and my personal goal even with just developing into this year along my journey is to be that 99.9% yeah uh, outcline for my personal goal but i you know from my studies they say hey if you're 80 20 mm-hmm. then you're very you're, you're on the outline you're doing good on your outline levels if you if you're consuming about 80% of your foods out
0: Okay. All right.
1: Yes, was remember that rule, you know, 80/20. That's
0: good to know. Good to know. All right. And what do you love most about entrepreneurship? Freedom. Yes. Freedom. Definitely.
1: Freedom. I mean, that that's the biggest word like the freedom uh to be able to create and finish. Uh yeah. the one thing that I know about entrepreneurship is that if you you get what you put in, (laughs) Yeah. if you're wondering why your results isn't where you want it to be, then you should go back to the drawing board and look at yourself because that's what entrepreneurship is. It's holding yourself accountable for your results.
0: That's definitely, yeah, freedom for me too because I came from corporate America and to all my listeners, I've shared this with them in previous episodes, but I worked in corporate America for 13 years so, you know, the clocking in, clocking out, eight to five, just now I'm, I I don't, I don't think I would ever go back, yeah, I, like ever. It just, I make my own schedule, I get to spend more time with my kids, uh, just get more time to do things for my household that need to be done, like focus on health and wellness and Reading and creating. So, yeah, freedom is a big thing for me, too.
1: Yes, it is. Definitely. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, when when you was in corporate America, you didn't think this day was coming, or you always knew that this day was coming? No.
0: Listen, so, I, if, like, if you, like, three or four years ago, if you would have told me that I would have been doing all these things, like, have an apothecary business, a cleaning company, um, doing this podcast and I'm a mobile notary too. If you would have told me that, like I would have looked at you like, no, it's no way I can do all those things like that's impossible. Like even now like I don't even know how I manage all of yeah. this. I don't I have no idea. people all the time ask me like, when do you sleep? but trust me, I sleep yeah. <laughs> I get lots of sleep. my yeah. husband will tell you. <laughs> So yeah, I I never knew I you know to be honest with you with uh Corporate America and not to get off topic again, um I was kind of forced out of that relationship with Corporate America. I just became so stressed to the point that my entire body was inflamed. Um so I really didn't have another choice cuz if I had stayed I probably would have been in a hospital somewhere. So mm-hmm i had to leave yeah, yep i had to leave yeah. yep so i was kind of forced out the universe basically just pushed me out so
1: yes. yeah remember those moments when you were stressed that the stomach feel
0: yeah yeah definitely yeah.
1: yeah a lot of our nerves uh you know to our listeners out there you know how important digestive health is is everything um uh, if if y'all want to know digestive health is everything because it it's it's a lot for your nervous system Yep. you know a lot of a lot of stress a lot of things that you're holding in or that that emotion that you think that you know you're not telling someone to get it out is is being held in your digestive tract you know and that's why i ask you know do you remember your stomach feel because you know a lot of people like you know i can't eat i can't do this and you know that all goes back down to you know getting that minerals and getting that a good digestive and just being on top of you know your body you know and and I always ask people what does money mean if you can't celebrate it with good health what why why you know I look at that one guy that had all those heart trans transplants Hugh Hefner what, was it Hugh Hefner Oh well, yeah yeah hmm It's like you know like you know I, I I just wouldn't want that much money to have all that you know it, you know what is Life without health. That's what I look at it. You know, yeah. what is life without health? And I think we just need to go back and zoom down on our mental health and our physical health because you don't start living until you reach that rim of just, you know, life is a lot more amazing when you just know you don't have to go to a doctor.
0: And you yeah. know, unless,
1: unless you just absolutely, you know, have to, you know, you just can fix a lot of your, your self issues.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, the only kind of doctor I go to now, I don't even know if they're called a doctor, but it's the chiropractor. That's it. And
1: I love it. (laughs) They feel good
0: too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. That's the, the only one I go to. So it just, I mean, in your opinion, how would someone, you know, who is like struggling? mentally with digestive issues just anxiety just kind of feel like there's no way out they're stuck in the rat race like what would you suggest to someone like that like how like how would they get started to like just heal their self
1: i'm glad you asked me that so the first thing that i would suggest to that that person that's dealing with that in that moment is do this, start your journey alone and you have, the, the first step is meditation. Mm. I'm like, you know, whatever your preference is at religion, you know, just meditate and talk to that person that you rely on as a friend or, you know, if it's yourself at the moment, you know, that's where, that's number one, because you, you got to put it out in the universe for what it is that you're dealing with. Yep. And what you want to receive. Yep. You know what I mean? So... If you want to receive good health, you put that out in the universe.
0: Yeah.
1: The second thing is, of course, you got to be proactive. But people say, "Well, I am being proactive. I'm doing this. I'm doing that." You, it's almost like this: you focus. Focus is focusing on one course until successful. So mm-hmm. if you're dealing with uh, a lot of things at that moment, just take a step back and and mentally take a break. I, I tell people just for one day, just. Take a step back from everything. The second thing that you would need to do is research. All right, like do something that you can say I can do this every day and just add on. Mm-hmm. Like me personally, I started my sea moss. I incorporated my sea moss into my daily regimen. You know, I made sure every day I had that into my water. Mm-hmm. Um, and and as I started getting into one thing that I started to like, it made me start researching more things that was better for what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're looking for more of an immediate thing, I would say fast for 72 hours. That mm-hmm. would be something that I would suggest you start with because during those three days of fasting on just water, you're giving your mind time to stop worrying about cooking you know, you're giving your mind time to stop worrying about producing a di- di- you know, digesting food, stop worrying, you know, when you when you fast for those seven because that's what I did. Um, I, I fasted one, I fasted one time for 14 days. That's just put it oh. out and off of straight water. Wow. Um, that was, that was part of my journey before I started my, this, this business of divine. I, I had to get that message that I felt like I needed to receive and I didn't, I stopped fasting when I felt like the message came oh.
0: so I fasted
1: for 14 days. And that's why I'm telling people to go out there and fast because something during that fast comes out of you. You just don't you when you enter that fast one way you come out. But you have to be intentional. You have to be intentional during this fast because you're 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 starving your body and you're only your thought you have to retrain your thought process. Yeah. You know, and I think when you're dealing with a lot of anxiety and things. You know, we just got to kind of starve those cells in order to move forward in our life. And, you know, want to, you know, you got to want to breathe it. And and that would be my suggestion, you know, watch your, and and people don't understand the food has so much hormones in it. Yeah. To where if the food that I'm about to eat was in a slaughterhouse and the last thing that that food was alive or the blood was penetrating that animal was scare. Yeah. Everything that that, food processed been before it's killing is now in your body flesh for flesh yeah and you know we're eating these foods and we're wondering why is our natural instances to kill or our natural instances to want to be violent or our natural instances these things but it's what we're consuming
0: energy is everywhere
1: energy is everywhere and um you know so those are some of the pointers that i would say just to kick start your journey would be definitely get into a regimen that works for you, because once again, a lot of these deficiencies that we have when we're thinking about our thought processes and things of that, such as we need more potassium. We just need more vitamin D. We just need more oxygen to the cells. We just need a little more electrolytes. Yeah, We need a little more. We're not that far off from what we think. Yeah. You're not that far off. So, you know, that's what I would suggest just starting, you know, just to re reword it is meditate. Fast, trust yourself. That that would be the journey.
0: Definitely. That's some good advice. And I can attest to the fasting. I've never fasted as long as you. I don't think I could do it. But yes, I, can.
1: I <laughs> That's what it starts. With. Yes, you can do it.
0: <laughs> but I do intermittent fasting. Um and I really just started doing that just for weight loss purposes after we had our daughter. But um it works, people. It it definitely works. If you're in to fasting for weight loss, but I noticed just like my mind, I, I could think more clearly it seems. So I've done, the most I've done is like, um, 18 hours, I believe. So it definitely look into the fasting because i I mean, based on what I've read, it kind of regenerates the cells. Um, I know a lot of people do it in the wintertime too, to kind of restart their body and their immune system. So that, you know, their defense is a little higher to keep them from catching stuff like colds and the flu in the wintertime. So it's great during that time, too. But who knows, maybe one day I'll be able to get to a full 24-hour.
1: contact with me. We, we're definitely opening up a new, uh, we, we're, we're adding a service to our business here within the next week or two for, like, uh, we'll have some free consultations. We'll have consultations where, you know, we can sit down and talk you know, to, to, to people that's trying to kickstart these journey, this journey of health. Mm-hmm. And we want to put more, t- more custom experiences for people um, being that me and you don't talk, you know, we definitely need, you know, because I can give you a couple of fasting tips for sure. Okay. You know, how to, how to uh, create a regimen f- so that your body throughout the day can feed off of what you're consuming in liquid. So okay. we'll definitely talk about more about that for sure. And yeah. anybody that's on this podcast, you know, make sure they make sure y'all just follow Divine Herbs and Heal on all platforms. Is exactly like that. And if y'all ever wanna tap into, you know, a personal consultation or talk with me personal, y'all more than welcome to shoot us an inbox. And uh, we'll we'll definitely speak on whatever it is the concern is.
0: Well, thank you for sharing your information. I appreciate that. And. um the big thing, of course, is this COVID nineteen, this pandemic. Uh, I don't know about you, but um, for my apothecary business, it definitely has increased during this time. Is that the same with you?
1: Yeah, it, it, it's crazy because uh, my 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 business launch date had changed three times. Okay. Uh, you know, I I, I, I plan in. I plan the years out in quarters. So it's like, you know, if I have a business idea, I, I, I look at it like a year a year preparation or whatever duration it takes for that project. So this, this specific project had been something in the making for about a year. Mm-hmm. And um, we changed the launch date so many times and the launch date ended up being the day before they announced the pandemic to the world. Oh,
0: so, wow.
1: It was crazy, man. I mean, like literally, I I, I was so frustrated sometimes because I was like, you know, it, it'd be something so small that affected. I mean, literally, I had went. You know, I had went through so much before my launch date to where I just felt like God. You know, maybe it's just not time for me to do this to the world. Like literally, I had every every thought that you could think of at this point because I felt like I was just trying to do something so positive and it was just so many blockages. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So a date ended up coming, and uh, we was just like, hey, you know, we finally stuck to this date, and we had just enough things in order to launch and then like the following day after we put all this stuff out there we we woke up the next day and it was just like boom pandemic COVID-19 and that's it wow yeah and um you know I got a lot and I guess part two me you gotta do a podcast for part two about this COVID because I got a lot to say about it
0: yeah. I, and I know
1: it's, you know you might have your opinion so I definitely uh once you know me, you gotta definitely have a whole maybe like COVID nineteen uh, conversation
0: about that. Yeah, I definitely have so, definitely some questionable things. I'll say that. Um, I definitely have some strong opinions on it that some others do not share.
1: Yes, um, yeah, and we raw content from you. Mm-hmm. I know. I know we can. I know you can. Ask, you're gonna pick the questions that we need to ask. So yeah. <laughs> definitely got to link back up and make that
0: happen. Yeah, you know, I was a little um, hesitant because I was like, should I do a podcast on this COVID-19 stuff? Because it's just like everybody's doing podcast episodes on COVID-19. Everybody's talking about it. And, you know, everybody's got their opinions and stuff like that. So that may be something, yeah, we can do. Because, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't think it's going away anytime soon i think this whole thing is like forever changed the world like in a major way
1: so it's it's, uh it's definitely affected my um it 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 brung a different raw emotion out of me because i know what it's going to do to our ethnicity directly um and i think if the world just focused more on their ethnicity and we stop worrying about everybody else mm-hmm. we can focus in on problem solving yes and you no, know, uh everything happens for a reason for people like me and you to kind of connect and make things possible because many are called but few are chosen yeah and that's what you have to realize in life that the world's plan. i can't stress about those who still saying you know my method don't work that's fine but yep. for those who want to be a part of this journey, as the world, you know, I, believe it or not, during during right now during the pandemic, I've been traveling like crazy. Oh, believe it or not. Okay, believe it or not. I've been traveling. I've been making. I've been. I, I mean, I've been traveling like crazy. I've been making a lot of personal deliveries to those who've been sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have a lot of things that will be jewels on how to combat that ailment. Mm-hmm. Um, people need to understand that. The ill, if you look at what our genetic makeup is and the things that we can endorse,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then you look at if you have a deficiency in any of these things that this this virus can attack your body.
0: Yep.
1: So simply saying is vitamin D is very important in order to combat this corona. Yep. But they have us in the house. Yep. And um a lot of other cultures can't have heat on their skin like us. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, we have to just be more aware of what is that that's really going on and, and 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 not fall underneath the guidelines of just what they're putting out there. And that's all I'm gonna say, you know. Uh and do you know what COVID stands for?
0: So I remember reading something along the lines of I know the end of it was ID. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the V was vaccination, and I can't remember the rest.
1: I'm gonna tell you, and I'm a, I'm gonna tell people, and I just wanted them to think about this. All right, and I and this is on my heart to say this to the listeners. For those, and I this has been a really good episode, so I'm sure every listener from the start has still yeah. been here. So we're gonna put this out for the listeners, alright? Yeah. COVID-19 is means Certificate of Vaccination Identification. Yeah. Right? Now, what the hell do y'all think that mean? So yeah. If, you, if, you, if you're looking at a disease that they're talking about named COVID, and it stands for Certificate of, vac- of Vaccination, what do y'all really think that means moving forward when we're looking at a world that's moving in technology? You know what I mean? Like, let's really think about it. What do you mean a certificate of vaccination identification? So, uh, I just want people to really think about, you know, you know, us moving forward and walking into a world where, you know, we're not, you know, and and it's not to get off topic, but this is realistic. This is my philosophy. So I, I I guess I have to put this out there real quick. So that way, when this do come true, you know, it's copywritten that today, May 14th or whatever date it is, you know, (laughs) uh, but, um, nah, for real, I, I really do think that this is going to affect us in a whole different way from discrimination yep. because it's going to get to a point where if you don't have this certificate of vaccination saying that you have been vaccinated, mm-hmm. then, then you may not be allowed to work at this place. You may not be able to go to school or you may not be able to have... The new norm will be this vaccination. And I just want people to be aware that we are fighting a biochemical war right now. And yeah. this is the first step into... Making sure our body is housing this, and I just want us to be aware that we have to be proactive now. Um, When we're looking at history, and I'm only looking at history, a hundred years ago, year to date, we had went through the first uh, immune, the first uh, immunization of influenza, and that means that a year ago, the flu—I mean, excuse me—a hundred years ago, the flu had just been introduced to the world wow history is repeating itself when we're looking at uh the spanish flu and what it did to to the numbers we have to look at that most of our grandparents are at that age of the 80s 90s and 100 now
0: Mm -hmm.
1: look at that when protein was being in the lab when protein was being experimented on does it work for the body they didn't take the experiment of people they took this food and they and they put all these hormones into a food and then they tested it on a rat.
0: Yeah, I've read took, about that.
1: They took the rat and said, "Okay, this rat reacted to this food and grew this many more times versus a plant food."
0: Yeah.
1: How can you take a rodent that doesn't survive off plant food and say, "Hey, this food works?" So this is these are the experiment that was being done the generation before us that they're saying, hey, you know, this works. So I just want people to understand that, you know, we, you know, we are at a different time and age where we can't we don't have to rely on the technology that they had a hundred years ago for information that we can be self-efficient in researching things of certificate of vaccination identification, researching what it is that they're moving towards so that way we can combat, you know, so that way we're not being a sitting duck. You know,
0: yeah, and uh,
1: I just encourage everybody that's on this podcast right now to just look more into natural, holistic healing. Yeah, it's not about just your diet, it's just about being able to combat something if it gets worse. Yeah, you know, if it gets bad, do you have some elderberry in your cabinet? Yeah, do you have sea moss to work as a vitamin, do you have burdock? Do you have blue vervain? Do you have sassafras? Do yeah. you have saroside? Do you have these things that's not that expensive to have? You would rather not invest into uh, herb, but you'd rather go pay a copay, a doctor's bill, a debt, uh, a, 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 a copay. You'd rather pay all these things just for someone to tell you to take an antibiotic. And I, you
0: know? I completely agree. And I, you know, I'm not against doctors or anything like that. I just I think it's a time and a place for it,
1: you yes, know, it like,
0: let's say if I get in a car accident and I just busted my skull wide open, I mean, you know, I, I think there's a time and a place for it, but when it comes to, like, common ailments, like, allergies, sinus infections, common cold, flu, fevers, uh, like, many of us have, like, things in our refrigerators and our cabinets to, to treat ourselves, like... I just feel like everybody should keep things like garlic, ginger, lemon, lime, onions, uh, and turmeric. Just those six things, like, you would be amazed, yeah, yeah what you could do.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, even, you said onions. That is, like, I eat so much onions because it has so much antioxidants. Like, people don't know that something so small... You know, yeah, you you yeah, Queen. You're you're definitely like I said, those little things that we can literally go get from the store. Yeah. We don't we just unaware. It's not that we don't know, we just uneducated on the benefits of how we can incorporate this into a daily routine for small things.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And you know, uh if you're interested, I do have a previous podcast episode all about vaccines. Hopefully it never got deleted, but um, if you want to, yeah, take a listen to that. Um, I have uh, very interesting opinions on that too, but we could save that for another episode. Sure will. So I am really glad we did this episode. Um, This turned out to be a really great conversation. I hope everyone got some really great nuggets from this. Um, Again, Jamari Kirby, he is the owner of Divine Herbs and Healing. Can you tell the people again um, where to find you on social media and email?
1: Yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I I really appreciate you taking, before I even shot that out, I really appreciate you taking this time and working with our communities, working with more entrepreneurs, shining a light on excellence, Black excellence, because this is what's missing in our community right now of shining the light on proactive people. Yes. And proactive movements, and I really appreciate you taking that time out as an entrepreneur, or on as a business owner on your end as well,
0: of uh, taking that time out
1: today and making sure we sat down to be able to drop these jewels. But, um For those that are listening, you can follow me on all social media platforms: Instagram, Facebook, at Divine Herbs and Healing. Exactly how y'all hear it, and that's again Divine Herbs and Healing. Our email is divine. H and H at gmail.com, and you can find out all the information there. Um, on our website is www.divineherbsandhealing.com and com. That's again, um, www.divineherbsandhealing.com and healing.com. We have a lot of informal, uh, Herb Facts, we have a lot of things on there for you to learn about your herb journey. And you also can purchase a lot of your uh, herbs like uh, elderberries, um, teas, and sea moss. You can get a lot of your things to jumpstart your journey on that website. We process the next day, and and it takes two days to ship. So, I mean, it's that simple. You know, you can get your herbs. You can jumpstart your journey. get your two-day shipping. Um, and, and that's a great start for you all. My personal information, as far as my, my, my personal pages where I do a lot of posting about you know how to, you know, uh, your food journeys and things like that, you can follow me on Instagram at Kirby underscore ENT and on Facebook at Jamari Kirby.
0: Well, thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. And like you said, yeah, we will definitely have to get together again. Uh, to discuss some other things. So I thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it. Um, it. And everyone listening, if you need some herbs and healing, hit Mr. Jamari up. Thank you all. So that concludes today's episode. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of That Girl Named Boom. I really appreciate it. I hope that some of you were able to gain some gems from that because I feel like we definitely dropped some gems. Um, You know, I'm really big on health and wellness and just taking care of yourself overall. So if you're ever interested in any kind of herbs or herbal healing or things to boost your immune system definitely visit www.FourSeasonsApothecary.com. That's my apothecary business. I'm also on Instagram. And for many of you, I know you already follow me on That Girl Named Boom on Instagram and on Facebook. And hey, I'm always looking to collab and do other interviews like this with people who are in my local community of Beaufort County so if you're interested in being a guest on the show just send me a dm send me an email that girl named boom at gmail.com um mr jamari kirby has always already dropped all of his information um during the podcast so again thank you all for tuning in thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed it so until next time take it easy stay healthy friends